Welcome back, everybody. This is She and I. I am your host, B-Love. And like always, I have my very special host with me. India Marie. India Marie and B-Love, the husband and wife duo you didn't know you need, but you got us and we are here to stay. This is the best thing to happen on a Tuesday. Well, since Monday. Now, now, I'm going to go ahead and be quiet because we are joined here today by a very special guest. It's been a long time coming. India, kick yes. it off. I'm going to be quiet. So anytime we're having <laughs> any sort of sex conversation, there, there's always a therapist that I reference because I love her page. I love her content. I love everything she talks about. And we were finally able to get her onto the podcast. We have Casey with K-Spot Therapy. And we are Yay. so excited <laughs> for you to be joining us today. Thank you. And of course, because like someone wants to mess with us, my uh, video has frozen. But if you can hear me, hopefully it will. At least I'm smiling and I don't have like one eye open, one closed and some odd expression that has happened. So um, thank you both for inviting me to be in your space, to invade your relationship, your viewers. Um, and I really appreciate the follow, the support and, um, yeah, you all holding space for a very important topic related to pleasure and intimacy, um, and sex. Now, thank you. Thank you. Listen, it's so funny too, because at first I thought you were just like being real still while I was talking. <laughs> <laughs> he said, and steam professional. He's like, she's Wow. <laughs> what the hell is happening? But um, no, no, thank you, thank you. So you know what? Yeah. I want to kick something off by saying, by giving a little, telling a small story, right? One mm-hmm. day, India came back home and she was excited. We were going on a date night. And she said, oh, I just won something. And I said, what did you win? <laughs> and she handed me a remote control. <laughs> I said, what am I going to do with this remote control? And she said, it's vibrating panties. And all of a sudden, I got excited. So I want to thank you for that. <laughs> you, oh. made, she won it from your page. Well, I, Yay! I have never won any Instagram giveaway like that. Right. And so I saw it, and I was like, you know what? What the heck? Let, right. Let's just go for it. And I actually won it, won it, and I was like, mm-hmm. well, we trying this thing out tonight. <laughs> and it worked. It we did. It was great. The only bad did you thing. enjoy it? Yeah, I did don't. enjoy it. <laughs> Good. He, Good. It. he he could barely, he was having a hard time sitting through dinner. <laughs> you were having a hard time sitting through dinner. Oh, I forgot to turn it off at one point. So forgive me for that. <laughs> <laughs> but sometime. But no, yes, ma'am. So we just want to come on here right now because the, the biggest thing that we want to talk about is I say number one, she's pregnant, right? <laughs> we put up a post a while ago, not even a while ago, about two weeks ago where I was talking about how many times during a pregnancy should we be having sex? And I would say the truth case, it's only been one time. And it I'm trying not to figure going out. down in the bedroom right now. <laughs> okay, so let me ask you this. First of all, con- first, let me say congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> what is your due date? New Year's Eve. <gasps> Oh my gosh, that is amazing. 
I love it. Okay. And did you all have a conversation about expectations around sex and intimacy pregnant? Because honestly, that conversation has to happen first. Because then you can cut out any disappointment or what you thought the other person was going to do or how, because you have created some space for conversation around it. So I'm guessing from the looks of your faces, you have not, did not at the beginning have a conversation. No, we have not had any conversation. Honestly, with our, um, I guess with our, uh, son, when I we have a four year old, and when I was pregnant with him, we didn't have any conversations then either. But we were having more sex, yeah, I think, with I think. his pregnancy. But we've also had some disconnects here, too. We, we, <laughs> we, we, we disconnect because of sex. <laughs> and why might that be? Bear? I don't know. Yeah, we'll talk to the professional. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so prior to getting pregnant, um, how frequent did you all have sex? That's a great question. I would say not frequent enough, and she probably would say the same thing, but probably about two to three times a week. Two okay. to three times a week. And it was always That's a, not enough for you. It was always <laughs> an initiation by me. By you. Okay. But was that standard in the relationship anyway, though? You know, you I, initiating more. I think so. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So before I got pregnant, things were really good. Um, so I had a miscarriage in January. Mm, okay. We became extremely close. Yeah. Um, and so things were good in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes, because of the emotional intimacy. Oh, emotional intimacy. That's right. But somewhere after I got pregnant, the emotional intimacy left the building. Ah. I'm trying to. Okay. <laughs> so you're trying to bring it back. So is it because there's competing priorities? Just other At things happening in life? It's it. Like, it's not even a halfway <laughs> thing. Like, that's 100% it. It's like now I have a new job. Okay. Then I have. Uh, we have a son, then the podcast, mm-hmm. and I yeah. do different stuff outside of everything else. And it has now become an issue where at the end of the night, I'm mm-hmm. tired, he's tired, and like, yeah. and I, it's like, it, it, it's, it's a disconnect in time management. But we literally had, like, a, our entire episode last week was <laughs> about me feeling like I was getting the short end of the stick, about how he... Mm. Evenly disperses his time with all the things and everybody except for with me. That was literally the entire episode. I see. Okay. And so he's okay. asking for the text, and I'm like, <laughs> I, I, I have a hard time with sex when there's no emotional connection. We're not spending time with, with each other. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. I think the the biggest part about intimacy the definition of intimacy is the word closeness Mm -hmm. right like that is paramount to desiring intimacy and creating intimacy and so if you don't feel close it can be very difficult to you're like grasping for straws like how do I create this thing that is it's not going to just naturally come yeah right um and so 
I think the biggest thing right now is for you all to think about how can you create some shared experiences Mm. that will then foster closeness. So yes, you have a busy schedule, but are you all scheduling time to spend together? And what does that look like? And what do your weekends look like? And even if it's just an hour, like it doesn't have to be a, a long extended four-hour date night on a Friday night because that just might not be realistic for your lifestyle right now. But it doesn't mean that you can't be creative. So I have to admit that um, my husband and I are extremely busy right now. Like, I feel like when I heard you, I was like, I feel (laughs) So one of the things that we've recently done is we've started doing coffee dates in the morning. Because again, we're trying to figure out how do we build the closeness? So we literally like go to Starbucks, go like we leave the house. I'm not talking about at home. Right. And we sit outside and we drink coffee and we talk and we connect. And it really helps us. Like we have, to, we had to think out of the box. Yes. Yeah, right? And I think that's the thing that you want to think about is how do you get doses of each other? Mm-hmm. Even if it can't be a long kind of period of time. Oh, for sure. I like this. Now I have to go and think about how I'm going to do outside. I don't, I don't want to steal your idea, but I might lift it and borrow No, it. you can have it. Um, <laughs> I'm, sitting here, I'm sitting here like it's really not a bad idea because we usually go together to drop Blake off. Yes. Perfect. At school. And, you know, we're up early anyway, dropping him off at school between like 7.30 and 7.45. So we could easily just loop around the Starbucks. Right yes. And, you know, stop there for an hour. Like 30 minutes, 30 minutes to an hour. Yes. Like if you think about your day, even if you just start just once a week, mm. like it, right? Because it feels, it's like a date. It's a, it's an opportunity to see each other in a different light. It's when you're not wearing the parent parenting hat or the, you know, co-host podcast hat. Like you just need to sit down and like, just look at each other, be disconnected from technology. Um, and think about what are those things that drew you together in the first place? Like Mm -hmm. reconnecting to that. Yeah. Yeah. Like what did you, what attracted you to each other when you first got together? Nobody ever asked me. I'll let you go first. Yeah. What was it for you? We met at a um, we met at a party. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it was a, a college party. It was actually an alter ego party. So that's awesome. It was really funny, and um, I wasn't even going to entertain him because he was in regular clothes, and I was like, mm. "Ego party in regular clothes." I was <laughs> Ti. Lame. <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, but he was really um persistent after the party. He just kept reaching out. So I was like, okay. And so I think I went and hung out at his house. And so we had like this, at the time we had like the same favorite movies, okay. the same favorite music. Mm-hmm. Love it. And so that first night that we hung out together, like we watched a movie together. Which I think we watched House Party. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a classic. Um, we just listened to music. And so it was a big date. He didn't like, he didn't try me or anything. Like we mm-hmm. just, they're just kind of vibing out. And so I had such a good time that I think we, I went back the next day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's sweet. 
So it just, it just felt like at the time we had, it, it's, it's crazy because like all year in 2020, <laughs> I was like, I feel like we don't know each other anymore. <laughs> yes. Um, and that kind of pretty much continued like all of 2020, all of 2021. And but I guess back then, I felt like we had a lot in common. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then for me... Um, yeah, what was it for you? Yeah, the, she had a youthful energy about it, right? It was just like everything mm. was fun. Everything was like, come on, go, go, go. I, I'm here, I'm there. Okay. Very free. It was like no cares. For, and if she had them, she masked them well. Like I never knew what her cares okay. were. But for me, she was a good time. Her energy... Was high, mm-hmm. was high energy. Like you want to listen to this, want to watch this movie. We can stay up all night. We can do this. Ah, I'm just free. I'm all over the place. Ah, but now, <laughs> yes, you all are in a different stage of life. We are, but I'm still in my same stage. I feel like. Yeah, he you is. Think like, so? um, okay. I guess you could say he he's he hasn't changed very much. Oh, say it like that. It <laughs> <me> sound real. <laughs> <laughs> Like 13 years ago. Um, I mean, personality-wise, he really hasn't changed much. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. But I feel like there's been a lot of, I guess, big moments for me that have changed me. Like, yeah, yeah. 13 years ago. And I think a lot of times he just, he'll, he'll kind of like fixate on this. Because he's like, we used to have so much fun. And we used to do this. And mm. we used to be this way. And I'm like, I'm just. I'm not her anymore. <laughs> right. And you and you want to be able to get to know who she is today. Yes. Because it's, it's going to change again five years from now. And I would argue that you, though you may be the same person at your core, there's so much that has evolved for you, right, since you all were together. But it might not be things that you've actually, like, thought about to put mm-hmm. into words to talk about. Mm. So we, 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 need to, we need to start talking more. That's the thing. Yeah. All the talk is on here. <laughs> but I told you that multiple oh, times. Yeah. Honestly, this goes back to like the sex thing. Yeah. Yes. And it's like, we need to have more sex. And I'm like, we don't even talk during the day. You just want me yeah. to lay down and have sex at night? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You want to feel close. Yeah. No, I hear that. So, okay. So I'm going <laughs> to, I have to ask this question, like just as a, like a pop quiz. Okay. Okay. So if you all had to guess or what, based off of what you know about each other, how would each of you like to spend your ideal Sunday afternoon? Do you know what the other person would say? Yes. Okay. What? 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 How would she like to? And let's see if you're right. It's funny you said this. I asked this question. It was just a couple of days ago. She got mm. mad and upset and said, "Sunday is supposed to be a day of rest. I shouldn't <laughs> be working this hard." So okay. she would like to spend her Sundays really staying in the bed as late as she could possibly <laughs> stay in the bed. Once okay. She- out of the bed, she would probably do some mat Pilates and get a stretch on, have mm-hmm. some tea, and then <laughs> sit on the couch with a robe or an end or a blanket. It could possibly be both. Um, yes. With her hair wrapped up, like not yep. really doing anything, watching TV, 
and just let me take my son out of the house and she'll sit there and take two naps throughout the day and still go to sleep at about 11 o'clock p.m. after taking those two naps. So that's okay. all I feel like we're spending a Sunday. Is he right? Is that your ideal Sunday? Your ideal Sunday? 50, 50%. Okay. Right. So, so let him know the part that he missed. What, what does he need to know about you? So, lately, I've really been feeling like I want to go to church. But there was, there was like a very mm-hmm. long time that I just was done with church. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. here recently, I've been feeling like I want to go again. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. the past couple of weeks, uh, we have been going to church. And so, that's how, like, my mornings to start. And mm-hmm. so, like, I want to go to church. You know, I want to maybe go grab like a quick bite to eat and then I want to go home. I want to take my mm-hmm. Sunday early afternoon nap because we go to 9 a.m. service. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to take my early afternoon nap and then get up, cook dinner, and then I want mm-hmm. everybody to be in the home on Sundays. Mm. What does that mean? Be like, every, what? say more about that. Maybe, like, honestly, some of my favorite moments is when me, him, and Blake are all on the couch. We're watching a movie, and then okay. I glance over, and they're both knocked out asleep. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like I just—it just makes my heart, you know, smile. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Like just spending time with my family. I feel like Sundays are supposed to be family days. Yeah. Um, but like last year, he picked up a new routine and he gets up right, on Sundays crazy. and he goes hiking with his buddies on Sundays. Right. You yeah. know, he comes home and, you know, during, I guess, sports season. I knew you were about to say. <laughs> <laughs> football from 12 o'clock to 9 o'clock at night. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's his ideal Sunday, huh? That's his ideal. I think that's his ideal Sunday. She's not lying about that, Casey. When she's right, she's right. Okay, so let me ask you this: So, what did you just learn about her? She needs that you didn't rec- like, maybe that you didn't like. You it didn't fully sit with you before hearing her say that. Yeah, I think she needs us all around, like yeah, her space to just reaffirm that the family is there, giving off like that real loving yeah. energy to one another. I didn't know that first time. Yeah. Here. Yeah, that's important. These are the kind of conversations that you all want to have. You, that's an opportunity to learn about each other. I think if you shift focus in your relationship right now to learning, literally, like oftentimes when people have been in relationships for a very long time, they're like, oh, I know them. I know what they would say. I know how they would respond. And unfortunately, when we get into that headspace, there's so much that we miss out on and make assumptions about and you don't get to continue to grow. And to be honest with you, a lot of times that's how affairs Mm. get started because all of a sudden someone else is getting to know you. It it might not even start that way. It's not even that that was your intention, but because of proximity, because of the space, because there's these assumptions that, Oh, I don't know this, but like, where'd you grow up? Oh, what is (laughs) like all these things. And the next thing you know, Right. Yeah. So you have to think about how are you intentionally on a daily basis telling yourself, I want to get to know him or her more today than I did yesterday. 
She asked me a question the other mm-hmm. day in the okay. count before Luke. She asked me this live on the podcast. She What's said, what ways do you desire me? And that threw me for a loop. Mm, that was a great question. I thought I had the right answers, but when I posted it on Instagram, I got beat up. I didn't have a good answer <laughs> because I didn't say anything. So I tried to avoid it. But from there, I started to think about it because I went, mm-hmm. like, ways do I desire her? Now, okay. one of my ways is I, I would like to walk up on her and give her a hug, and touch her a little bit. She's okay. not the touchy-feely type. So mm-hmm. now I don't know where to go from me. And I think that's okay. the issue. Mm. Some truth to that. Oh, um, so it's 100%. I do struggle with physical touch. Like, okay. just with anybody. Mm-hmm. Um... And honestly, I think something must have happened in my childhood that must, like, has mm. happened in my period. Um, yeah. That I'm just not recalling because when people touch me, I literally, like, tense up. Okay, so you kind of draw in. You're kind of trying to protect yourself. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I, t- I tell them all the time, like, I would like for you to touch me more. I just think that it may be the ways in which you touch me because... Yeah. At first, the only time he would touch me was, you know, smacking my behind. And while that's okay, (laughs) (laughs) it's not for all the time. Yes. Yes. So I think one of, and I've heard this countless, like countless, hundreds probably, to be honest, right? In, In a lot of couples where one person it is not their preferred way of kind of connecting. It's not through physical touch. But one of the things that I've learned is there needs to be some form of communication that happens before the physical touch because often it's jarring, right? So it may not be that you don't ne- you don't like it. It's similar to what you said, it's the how. But you may need him to be kind of clear about what he's getting ready to do so that you can feel empowered, right? And it doesn't have to be formulaic, but it could be in a very flirty way. Like you could say to her, damn, I just want to hug you right now. Like you look so good. And then you're like, oh, yeah, you can hug me. You see what I mean? Like now she gets to have some consent around what is getting ready to happen to her. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Casey, where have you been all my life? I feel like <laughs> hey, I feel like I'm doing your thoughts. I feel like a caveman. Oh, come here and grab your ass. I feel so crazy right now. <laughs> but I mean, you've been socialized that way, right? I mean, honestly, I, you know, that is definitely part of that kind of predator prey dynamic. Um, right. And also, too, with with partners, there's also this idea of like your mind, your body's mind. I can kind of do what I want, but we really need to have continuous consent. And that's not something that people really talk about um, in long-term relationships period. But I think that might be something where she'll open up and be more receptive to some of the physical touch. But I think also think about like what, what turns you both on that the other person does? Oh, easy. Another easy one. I got, you got okay, what turns you on that she does? Um, you know, it's not so much what she does. 
it's almost like what she has on, you know, if, if, it's, if yeah. it's answering the question. <laughs> it like, is, I, yeah. yeah. What is it that she wears that turns you on? Um, well, it's definitely not my underwear. Oh no, are you still wearing period panties when it's not your period? Oh, Casey, yes. Yes, I wish you I could. You know go what? I'm going to send you a, a clip. Or I do something prefer uh, comfort. You can find very comfortable lace and satin underwear. I'm you really can. I'm going to do that this week. Yeah, I really want you to. And I'm I'm going to need you to like, seriously, I want you to text me something. Like, I need to know when you buy it. I'm going to hold you accountable. Okay. Because nowadays there's no excuse. Like, there's so many more options for us now than back in the day, to be honest. You're right. You're right. Well, you know, yeah. since I'm pregnant, it's just really got to like... Oh, totally get that. I totally get that. But you still can find very comfortable... Right, they don't have like all this weird elastic and you know constricting materials. Yeah, and it'll look really sexy because you want to do it for you. Like I'd rather you start off doing it for you and not for him. I, I like that. Me too. Do it for yourself. So you pick the colors you want. You get the material you want. You look at yourself in a full length mirror and like really take in the sexiness of your body, like creating life like that is amazing i guess because my personality i'm a capricorn <laughs> okay i'm an aquarius so we're close okay and i just be like uh you can't tell me what to wear <laughs> yeah. well hey then you choose i know it's always yeah. an excuse it's always an excuse i know but no what okay you so that's what turns you on about her is what when she's wearing kind of sexy type of things Yes. Okay, what anything else? What like else dress? turns you on? Yeah, like when you get dressed from the moment when you start getting dressed, so she gets out of the shower, she put all of the oil on. Like it could be a can mm. of oil, but she's gonna use at least half of it. She's only five four <laughs> to put the oil on. I'm like, are you Lizzo or are you Andy? No disrespect to Lizzo, but I love Lizzo to them. But you don't need all the oil, but it looks great when she puts it on. <laughs> okay, so that turns you on. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> The bottom line, it turns you on. Yeah. Did you know that turned him on? I didn't. He well, he kind of like mentioned it. Okay, but, but not this direct. It wasn't direct, and his flirting comes off as playing to the point where I'm annoyed. So he said that I got out of the cha- out of the shower looking like a rotisserie chicken, and I was like, got "Okay, <laughs> right? <laughs> yes." So you're you're like, where do we go with this? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Is that a good thing, a bad thing? We what am I supposed to say to that? Like, I I guess the you know the the oil, the, man. the belly. Like, I'm I'm thinking grease. like actually physically. No. So I'm like <laughs> the belly. It's like I look like a rotisserie chicken now. Like what is this? <laughs> Yes. Yes. So here's the thing. If that's kind of your natural banter is to use humor, then still stay true to who you are and say those things. But what you want to do is add the part about how it turns you on. Don't leave that part out because she can't like get in your mind and understand what that really means. So I would just stack it. I call that stacking. So you you say that thing that you would say, it's kind of funny, and then you stack it with the 
kind of the sensual piece of it. What does it mean to you that she looks like a rotisserie chicken? See what I mean? <laughs> what does that mean? I can explain it. I'm telling you, I like that. I like that. Um, yeah, she so, needs to know that. Okay. Sometimes it can be awkward. You know what I mean? Like it can be awkward telling your partner, or um, you look mm. like a rotisserie gold chicken. And okay. I want to do eggs. I want to. I want to taste a piece of your thighs. Uh, something I would say that, but you hundred percent. I would say it for real. However, it's all yes. awkward space. So the buffer is humor, but the talk mm. is hundred percent true. It's almost matter of fact. On your last mm. Q&A you did, look at me. On your Q and A that you did, you gave yep. an interview about partner A may want to try something new with partner B, but they can't yep. tell B because of the way that they're going to feel about it. Yeah. How it is. Yes, because you're more, you're, you're too concerned about how she's going to react when you just want to be true to how you really feel. Like it's not up to you to kind of figure out safeguard or make sure, because that's vulnerability. Vulnerability says, I'm not going to use humor. Vulnerability says, I'm going to tell this woman how I feel seeing her with this oil on her body. Come on, now. Even if she rejects me. Ooh, I don't know if I'm ready for that, though, Casey. <laughs> and that's the thing. And that's the reason you use the humor. <sighs> You're right. Because even if she says, no, I can always say, you know, I just. Yeah, because you were just playing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. But think about what message does that send to her? Everything's a joke. Funny, ha ha, like where is the, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, totally get it. I get it, I get it. So I'm going to do better. Sensual stacking. Sensual stacking and and be vulnerable. Be vulnerable with her. Yeah, I'm trying. I promise I'm trying. It's it's, it's the vulnerability part I think I struggle with the most. Yeah. That's understandable. I don't think it's just with me. Oh man, come on now. This is not a risk of me going to therapy now. <laughs> like, I just think in general, he's like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's he's always he's always been like that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay, so what turns you on that he does? Um or what are the the situations? So one of the things that turned me on from the jump, so I've always liked a well dressed man. Like, mm-hmm. never dated a guy that couldn't dress. Okay. And so, like, I love seeing him, like, in his clothes. And, like, yeah. he is a very clean, well-cut man. Thank you. Okay. And he always smells good. Thank you. Awesome. Okay. Except for the first trimester of this pregnancy when I was having, like, <laughs> weird. Oh, God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's hard. Yes. Yeah, I can relate. Yeah. But other than that, like it's you know it's, it's like the smell and you know just the way he puts himself together is a turn up. Mm. Not like a slouchy guy at all. Okay. Okay. So when do you notice? Okay, so you've identified what it is. What when do you notice that you like really feel that desire because of the turn on? Like, is it first thing in the morning? Is it when he comes? back in the house after running air? Like, when is it where you're like, ooh? It's definitely not first thing in the morning. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. That's good to know. You need to understand that about yourself. Okay. <laughs> um, 
she gets up. First of all, he gets up at like five o'clock in the morning. Then he like goes to the gym and he's like, yeah. And it ain't even like no, (laughs) it's like swaggy gym clothes. Like he be in like headband. (laughs) Got it. Okay. So that's not quite his golden moment for you, but <laughs> no, it's not um, after he gets dressed. Yes, after he gets dressed, but I, I for the day it's definitely after he gets dressed for the day. But I feel like a lot of times I'll tell him, "I'm like, you look, you look nice. <laughs> you look nice today." She will tell me. That. Um, will. But they used to frustrate me because I like I would get so say for instance we're getting ready to go on a date. Okay. And he's dressed, he's looking good, and I will always say it. And first of all, I know that he likes it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he likes, he likes words of affirmation. Like words of affirmation, like he likes all of it. Okay. Um, <laughs> and I guess I liked it to a certain extent, but not from just anybody. I would just like to hear from him. So okay. he's saying, you know, I like the way you look, or you know, I like I like the way you dress, or you know, whatever. I never mm-hmm. feel that from him. So I feel like I do a much better job of letting him know that. And so mm-hmm. I, I put all this energy into how I look. <laughs> and I enjoy the, you know, <laughs> I, I enjoy it. I do it for me. Yes, but that's something you want. Right. And so I'll walk out of the room past him. He won't say anything. And then my four-year-old will be like, Mommy, you look so pretty. And I'll be like, thank mm-hmm. you. Oh, my I you know why? Why? We're not gonna talk about that. When Casey's on, she's always late. Casey. But <laughs> now I'm curious. What? What? What does that have to do with how you feel about how she looks? Oh, because listen, because if I tell her, you know, man, you look so beautiful right now, you know, cause the next thing I want to do is, ha <laughs> get busy. But now she's already late. I ain't got time to do anything else but look at her, like a trophy. It makes no sense to me. <laughs> Okay, I'm really listen. This is this is really great conversation. So, what you're telling me is the reason you don't want to give her a compliment is because it's difficult for you to do that if you know it doesn't turn into something physical. Mm, I think that is correct, and I know it's a shame on me. Yeah, you're looking at me right now. <laughs> okay, so if you think about that, then that. What that's telling you is the compliment isn't really for her. Mm, I see what we're doing here. You see what we're doing here? Yes, I do. I do. And so she has identified what it means for her. Yes. Yes. Your motivation is to say it to make her smile. Nothing to do with what you're going to do next or what's going to happen. <laughs> right, right. Because I'm already in my head playing it out. yes and that builds intimacy she wants to be seen outside of just having sex with her and that's a fact but i do see her and she does look good even when she's pregnant like yeah but right but how often are you telling her that without an expectation of something happening yeah casey you're right you got me again you got you know me i feel like you know me now I'm just trying to I'm just trying to help you see it a different way so you can connect with her. Right. Because it's not hard. Like it's 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 something that you already feel. Like you already have it. It's so you're making it more difficult for yourself. You are attracted to her. There's oh, no question. Yeah. 
Never, she's a baddie. <laughs> so that so <laughs> use that to your advantage and get your ego out of the way, right? Right. And think about how is this compliment gonna serve her? Mm-hmm. That's the focus. That's how you build intimacy. That's how you get her to be in a place of wanting to initiate sex. Mm. That's just like bonus cherry on the top. That's not your reason. But what I'm saying is that's going to be a benefit of. Right. Right. We need that. Because right now, (laughs) like, okay, let's say, for example, when Mm -hmm. things kick back up, right? Okay. Like the intimacy is popping. I have taken all of the tools that you've given me, put them in my tool belt, and I'm starting to utilize all these things. Now, Mm -hmm. the problem lies from, let me say, like 2021, where the initiation was only coming from me. So would this all help that? Wait, say that last part again. What Will, like, incorporating all of these tools help her feel like she can initiate more then, like, to have to wait on me to be the initiator of intimacy. So you have to see. <sighs> I need mean, I mean, I mean, <laughs> you to tell me yes or no. I wanted to ask. Yeah, like, yes. you have to see. Yeah. You want to see what that looks like. And then you want to be open enough to be able to talk to her about what does it mean to you when she initiates? Why is that important to you? Right. Have you ever told her? I have not. Um, I just thought she was lazy. And I was like, maybe she just wants me to just be the one doing it all, initiating. She just wants me to, like, let her know when it's time to go. So I never really told her um, that I would like her to initiate more. I you know we hint around, we hint around, okay. but I never came out and said, hey, you got to start initiating. You should try this. Never had. Okay, so why don't you tell me what would it mean to you for her to initiate? Tell me feelings. Don't tell me what you're thinking. Tell me what you, how you would feel. Oh, you'll feel desire. You'll feel wanted. I would feel like you say I. Yeah. Tell me how you would feel. I would feel desire. I would feel wanted, and I would feel like okay. a sex symbol. I would feel <laughs> like I had done a a, a a good job of going to the gym and, and looking crazy. Mm-hmm. And I come home and lay next to her, or you know, whenever whenever we yeah. pop it off. She looks at me like, okay, I'm gonna I'm initiate it. Let me, let me get busy. Okay. So you want to feel like all your hard work in the gym, she finds you physically attractive. You want to <laughs> feel wanted. You want to feel desired. Yes. Okay. That's important for her to know. I didn't, I didn't, it's I didn't, the, the gym yeah, because she, he led with, I just thought she was lazy. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, how did, <laughs> it's like, well, she needs to know what does it mean to you for her to do that? Because if not, she's going to be on the defensive. If your comment is, I really want you to initiate, and I feel like you don't, and you're just lazy, and you just wait on me to do it. <laughs> how does that help her understand what it like connecting to you? That's intimacy. That's true. That builds closeness. Yeah. That's now true. she knows. Like, that's very helpful for her. Because now her motivator is like, wow, I want him to feel wanted and desired. I didn't know he felt that way. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you didn't. Yeah. I'm just walking around the house doing push-ups for no reason, huh? 
Well, okay, no. <laughs> Why would she, like, what does that mean, though? Well, because the thing is, he's, he's been walking around doing push-ups since I met him. So I didn't know that that was like... That was the motivator. Yeah, yes. but you wouldn't know. Do you know why you wouldn't know? Because he didn't tell you. But see, like, yeah. it's, it's tough to tell each other these type of things, though. Like, Why is that? I don't know. I just feel like that's with everybody. And, then, and I could be wrong. I'm speaking, mm-hmm. generalizing people right now. But I just feel like we all have difficulty mm-hmm. ego like hey man i just want you to love me i just i just i just want to feel desire queen but i've told yeah. you before well, see, it's a man thing oh okay so you're kind of connecting that to your masculinity toxic masculinity look at me yes i am yes yeah I think you need to start opening yourself up to the possibility of sharing your heart with her on a deep level. Okay. I can do that. I can do that. Yeah. Sure. I can do that for sure. That will change so many things within your relationship. I sure hope so. I sure hope so. I mean, look, everything is good. It's not bad. Oh, yeah. I totally understand. It can always be better. Who wants good? Always. Yes. And you're always evolving and growing. That's the thing. Your relationship does not stay the same month to month, year to year. So you always have to be in this space of wanting to learn each other, wanting to try different things, wanting to connect. Like you, you have to be intentional about that. Mm-hmm. Dating each other, right? Like all of those, those aspects are important. Yeah. It's something that we're struggling with at this very moment, dating, but I think we've kind of come to a we kind of come to a good space from what you told us today. Then okay. we kind of are trying to already put in place. We've come to a good place about the dates. Now we got to figure out how to implement. So. Okay. Emily, huh? what are you talking about? Emily? Yeah, you told me you can get the babysitters. The thing about it is we, we, don't, <laughs> have, we don't have family where we are. We have totally family. understand. Yes. Family. I told her last week I didn't want to just use those people. I use my friendships. And mm-hmm. the only reason why we're friends is because they can do something for me. I love my friends. I don't want my friends to remain my friends. If I okay. had a babysitter, I would like my babysitter to be, you know, higher help. So that's what we kind of figured Got out. It. And I, I just couldn't understand the logic because the yeah. people we have that help us with Blake, it's not like we only call them when we need help with Blake. Like, right. I, all of these women... Mm-hmm. Like at least once a week. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah. like, it, it, we're not using them like they're our family, they're our village. What's wrong with right. that we have versus us having to go outside of the home and hire someone that we just don't know? Like we have help. Yeah. So that's yeah. the excuse for him as to like why we're not dating. He's like, well, you haven't hired a consistent babysitter, and I'm like, well, we don't need one. We have this person, this person, mm-hmm. this person. Like we have people that we know and love, and those people love Blake, and they've been in his life since he was a baby. Just wonderful, yeah. I'm, I, I, I don't. Like I said, I just couldn't wrap my head around why he doesn't want to use the village that we have. That's what a village is for. Yes, and so it sounds like for him there is this reservation around how people will kind of view the friendship and you don't want them to feel 
like you're step overstepping a boundary or using them in a capacity that maybe they didn't sign up for. Bingo. That's it. You say stuff so well. I got to learn how to say things like you. (laughs) (laughs) So here's the, here's the thing that I would challenge you on with that is you may feel like they're going to feel used, but you need to give them the opportunity to tell you how they feel about it, right? You're projecting that onto them. <laughs> Did they tell you they feel used? No, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't. I got to do better. Like, you don't want to make decisions for other people. And I, I was trying to explain to him, I was like, you know, people don't just watch people's kids. Unless no, they, they do not. <laughs> totally agree. <laughs> yeah. If they didn't want to do it, they would absolutely say no. Yeah, they're grown. They definitely would. And yeah. so the people that we have been using to help us, you know, they don't have children. But whenever they have oh, children, yeah. I got their back. I'm like, Hit me up. I owe I owe you one. <laughs> bring the kids over here. Like it, it's not right. If they had kids, it would be an even exchange. Like, you know, yeah. here. Well, you know, that's that's the way I look at it. Yes. Yeah, that's good. See, again, these are the kind of conversations you could have over coffee. Getting deeper understanding, creating opportunities to talk about things and understand each other's perspectives. And then hopefully coming to some like mutual understanding about how to make decisions around that. Love it. Yeah. I got like one or two more questions. I'm not going to hold you. Go for it. Yes. What you got? My head. Because November 15th, Mm -hmm. we would have been married now for eight years. Right. So within that, we will eight years. So within that eight years span, I need to figure out ways to spice (laughs) things up. I don't want to be the guy. It's getting older and doing the same tricks that you know that I've been doing for the last seven years. Yes. What can I do? <laughs> you give what? me so much right now. I need something else. <laughs> you want to spice things up? We could definitely use some spice. Oh, whoa, whoa! What you mean? I thought I was already spicy. Because <laughs> that ego trying to get in the way. You just ask for help, and then when she says it, then you get offended. Make it make sense. <laughs> because he didn't actually think in his head that that is what needs to happen. <laughs> That's why. Mm, interesting. Okay. So, okay. Spicing things up. The biggest thing you, you want to do is break routine. Biggest thing. So okay. if you always do it in the bedroom or if you always do it at 1030 or if you always do like anything that's an always something. Moses. <laughs> Most couples. I'm telling you, this is not like this is a lot of people's struggles. You all are not unique in that. So I do want you to know that this is a lot of households are dealing with these same issues that you're facing, regardless of how people portray themselves on social media. <laughs> okay. So you want to figure out how do you break routine? Mm -hmm. So utilizing your village and staying in a hotel room once a quarter is highly recommended. I recommend it to all of my clients. Once a quarter, you should not be sleeping in your bedroom together. 
You need that chain. You need a different environment. You need a space that allows you to be uninhibited. You can make noise. You don't have to worry about the kids. You don't have, right? Because spaces take on personalities. And if your personality in your home is, you know, mom, dad, responsible, you know, a steward, a this, a cook, a domestic, like none of that's erotic. It's just not erotic. No. So in a different environment, you can be more free. Let your free flag fly. That's what I like to say. Yeah. So once a quarter, I would highly recommend scheduling and setting up a time where you can stay, do a staycation in your area. Make it fun. Try different hotels. That's four hotels in a year. Yes, I bet it is. Four nights. Yeah. So that's one thing. We said on our podcast multiple times that we have like the best sex during vacation sex. Sex be crazy. Oh, everybody. Listen, again, everybody. Because you don't have to worry about anything else. There's no other distractions. You're not thinking about laundry or your (laughs) next, you know, like you don't have to think about anything. And so you are so present in the moment. It's so much easier to put that attention on each other. But even in your bedroom at night, somebody's thinking like, oh, shit, I got to get to bed. I got to go to sleep. I got to get up at this time. You know, meanwhile, you're like trying to kiss, hold each other, do all the and nothing. It's, you're not fully present. You're not fully present. Okay, I'm doing that one. So it's a one a quarter. Once a quarter. Once a quarter. Yes. So let me now the. Okay, so another thing that you can do to kind of be creative is to do a seven-day challenge where you, for seven days, have sex every day, but it can't be in your bedroom. (laughs) Right? So maybe Blake's asleep, you're on the kitchen counter, you're in the bathroom, you're in the laundry room, you're on a couch. You're on a chair. And I'm not talking full-fledged. It doesn't have to be some hour session with all this foreplay. and all. You might not have time for that. Right. It can be a quickie. The point is, the mission is, <laughs> we're going to have sex every day for seven days straight, but not in our bed. It doesn't mean it can't be the bedroom. It could be a chair that's in there, a stool, an ottoman, the wall, the floor, anywhere. Because it forces you to be creative. Like it forces you to think differently. I love it. So that's another, and it's a great way to kind of kickstart. You know, you got to like kickstart a diet or you have to kickstart. It's the same. That's why it's intent. Like you have to do it every single day for seven days straight. Kickstart a diet. It is good. Okay. You got one more? Well, no, no, no. You can go back to that question. But I had a question because a while ago I saw you mention a wedge. Yes. Because I'm 20 weeks pregnant. And I'm like, I know you mentioned the wedge just for like, you know, non-pregnant people having sex. But should I, should we no, you that? should. Yes. It's so funny you should say that because I was just working on some content today about having sex when you're pregnant. So like, wow, timing is perfect. <laughs> but even the pregnancy pillow, I don't know if you have that length, that body length, that really big pillow that you can use where you lay on your side, that one there, Yeah. Uh-huh. You can definitely utilize that for sex. That's great for side to side sex. So mm-hmm. you're kind of holding it. You can support yourself mm-hmm. and then he can come and embrace you from behind and you can do it that way. 
So that's a wonderful position. It's not going to put any pressure on your belly. Um, you on top, depending on, you know, how your stomach is situated, that is another wonderful position that you can use. Or if you do it sitting in a chair. So if you have a chair that doesn't have arms, she then has the leverage of the floor. You don't have to put any pressure. It's easy for you to ride him while he's sitting in a chair. Huh. You okay. have a lot more control. Your belly can just do, it won't get, you know. <laughs> Yes. And you have a lot of um, leverage and leg strength that you can utilize. Okay. And it's a great power position too. And it's a great way to initiate as well. Come on now. Initiation. (laughs) Yes. Initiation. Now every couple should definitely have three things at their bedside. And that's a, I know you ready. So you should have, (laughs) a sleep mask because you need to have a blindfold. You should have a blindfold. You should have wipes and you should have lube. Everybody that's like standard. You need wipes because things can get like a little sticky and messy. And depending on like, you know, how you move about with your hands, your mouth and your face, it's nice to just have a little something you can wipe off. Um, And you want the blindfold because you want to deprive one of your senses. So it's wonderful for oral because, again, it helps you stay present, right? Because now you can't see, even in the dark, if you know, like in the dark, you still might be kind of like looking around. You can still see. But if you deprive your eyesight, you are more focused in on the pleasurable experience you're having. And a lot of people have heightened orgasms when one of their senses are deprived. Ooh. All right. Yes. I bet Ray Charles is going crazy. I can't wait. I'm going to try. So I don't have any of that by the bedside right now. We don't. First of all, okay. we're, we're going to have to, eventually we're going to buy new nightstands. So when we first moved in our house six years ago, I was uh-huh. like, Modern and yes. so our nightstands, like they don't, it's not like a drawer or anything. I got you. Yep. We, we're eventually we're gonna take those, like get sell those. Yeah. So I got you. Stuff, you know, in a drawer next to the bed. Yeah, we need that. We need that. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, or just a little box or just like something decorative or cute that you can put something where you can just get access to it and just put that all in there. Oh, you have everything you need. Yeah, a little little pleasure kit to get you started. My birthday, is, my birthday is coming up. So, you know, <laughs> pleasure me. That's what I like to hear. His birthday all is right. birthday. <laughs> okay. Well, you you all need definitely need a sleep mask. You need a you need a blindfold. Oh, and it creates a lot of intimacy and vulnerability as well. Love to hear. Listen, Casey, I want to say these are great questions. Now, thank you. Now, thank, thank you. you so so I want to say thank you for all this <laughs> valuable information. Yes. And apply it now. I give the, um, the guest opportunities if you would like to tell the people where they can find you. Absolutely. Well, I am definitely on Instagram. That's my space to create content and educate and engage people about normalizing the conversation on pleasure and intimacy. Um, and that's K underscore spot underscore therapy. And my website is also linked in the bio, caseypolite.com. Thank you. Thank you so, thank you so, so, so much. much. 
Thanks. My pleasure. So I want to report though, when you get some new underwear, I'm gonna need you to DM me and let me know that what that you got some. Okay. Yes. It's okay. coming soon. DM coming soon. I love it. But I'm very excited about this episode because I feel like this was a great follow-up to last week's episode because last Yay. week's episode was very intense because I was so frustrated. Oh, well, this was perfect. From that episode. <laughs> I'm so glad to hear that. And I so appreciate being part of this conversation. Um, yeah. So thank you again for, for hosting and having me today. Thank you. All right, y'all, in the meantime, between time, it's been real. It's been fun. See? I, 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 I,